Next Chapter Podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, my name is Michael Goodfriend, and I'm the executive producer of the Play On Podcasts. Tracy Young is an accomplished theater director and playwright who began her writing career developing several original plays with the Actors Gang in Los Angeles, including the musicals Hysteria, which was an Ovation Award and Penn West finalist, Euphoria, which received the Ovation, LA Weekly, and Garland Awards, and A Fairy Tale, which received the Garland and Glad Image Awards. She's created several adaptations of classic plays and novels, including the critically acclaimed Candude, or The Optimistic Civil Servant, from Voltaire's Candide for Cornerstone Theatre Company, The Servant of Two Masters, and The Imaginary Invalid for the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, and most recently, a theatrical adaptation of Madeleine Langle's A Wrinkle in Time for Oregon Shakespeare Festival. She co-created Medea Macbeth Cinderella with Bill Rausch, a simultaneous telling of Euripides' Medea, Shakespeare's Macbeth, and Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, which she calls her most challenging and joyful work to date. That is, until she took on the play on podcast series The Winter's Tale. She's been awarded by the Connecticut Critics Circle for her work as a director and was a finalist for several prestigious playwriting awards. Tracy Young is the translator and director of the Play On podcast series, The Winter's Tale, and she's here with me now to talk about that project and, I hope, a whole lot more. Tracy, welcome to the Play On podcast bonus content series for The Winter's Tale. Oh, it's thrilling to be here, Michael. Thank you so much. This is really fun. We have been already? laboring. Oh, good. <laughs> you haven't even started talking yet, so I'll just keep I know, talking. and I'm already just... Overjoyed. Right, so so this will be the easiest interview in the world. I'll just talk. Great. I'm wrapped. <laughs> oh. Now, you and I have been laboring in the trenches on this epic tale. I mean, it is a true tale. It just goes everywhere and yeah. has all of these. I love to say that Shakespeare gives everybody the greatest impossibility exercises in all of literature, you know, you just trying to accomplish some of these transformations and changes. What is it about this play that that captured your uh, interest in the first place? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, there's so much. You're right. And we have really been pouring over this play for weeks and weeks now. 
And I've been, uh, because of the Play On series, which I'm sure you've talked about more at length, what it all is, uh, and it's Genesis many years ago uh, out of Oregon Shakespeare, that I've had, I've, I've had the opportunity to sit with and marinate with this pl particular play, which was my uh, choice, my my most desired one out of the canon uh, to to work on for the play on series for like, I don't know, maybe it's coming up on a decade now. I don't know. It's been a long time. So I it's sort of funny because there's just so much I could say and it's hard to pull back now and kind of boil it all down, you know, um, but I think the play is just uh, extraordinary. And as you say, it's it's kind of got some attributes that are a little bit unique in Shakespeare's world of writing. Um, not the least of which is, is this funny thing where the play kind of divides uh, in two. Um, they, there are these handful of plays in the Shakespeare canon that, that people have called the problem plays, uh, right? Because they sort of have a mix of comedic content and dramatic content all mashed up together. And it always is sort of, uh, you know, cracked me up because uh, isn't that how life is? You know, like if mm -hmm. <laughs> it's funny that they don't call them the reality plays because um, that's really what we're all kind of living through most of the time, isn't it? Sort of this improbable mashup of, of you know, joy and sorrow and, and funny stuff, in, insanely funny stuff. And then, you know, real difficulties. Um, and so this play has all of that. And on top of it, it has this funny flash forward in time uh, thing that comes kind of midway through the play. We, we, we have the opening three acts of the play and then the character called Time uh, appears and says, you know what, we're gonna actually fast forward 16 years and pick up again. Don't worry about it. Just trust me on this. It's going to be good. And um, that's a funny thing. And I'm not aware of that happening in, in any other of Shakespeare's plays. And it uh, it came from the original source material for the play, which was um, uh, a play called Pandosto uh, that was written mm, a few decades before uh, Shakespeare took on the Winter's Tale. Um, supposedly fairly late in his career, as people think. Um, but so that's an interesting thing. And um, I just love the, as, as with most of his plays, the psychology of the characters is fascinating and rich. Um, it, there's something so extraordinary about, you know, why his plays persist in the public consciousness, I think, is because of the depth of his thinking about human nature and all the complexity of that and all the contradiction of that and um, and the mystery of all that and love, the mystery of love and the mystery of uh, how things can turn, how the heart can turn so sour at times um, and the cruelty we're all you know capable of under certain circumstances and how our own minds become our enemies in certain ways at certain times. And also the the healing that can happen and through forgiveness and self-forgiveness and you know these things these things are very relevant to us living now um as i think they were during his time and so this play in particular kind of focuses a lot on what goes up inside of all of our brains you know um and uh 
how that can result in uh, real life situations that are very high stakes. Mm -hmm. So I love all that. Um, is that too? I'm not, and I could just go on and on. I don't want to give too long of an answer. Well, it's all it's all really interesting. I wonder if you is there a character that you relate to or a thing that you relate to in this play more than anything else? Is there something like a character or or an event that really speaks to your heart of hearts? Well, oh gosh, there's so much I can say. Let's see. Well, the character of Polina is kind of the engine of the play. She's a noble woman in the king's court. And she, there's a lot of debate about what, what's actually happening in the play, particularly in the final scene where this kind of magical moment happens. Some people would insist spoiler that it's- alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert. If you alert. haven't heard the whole series yet, you may want uh -oh. to silence uh -oh. this part of the interview. Yes. All right. I'm going to tread lightly <laughs> on this. Okay. Oh, no. Don't worry. Well, so there's, you know, this kind of, this, this sort of miraculous thing that maybe happens at the end of the play, or maybe it's- it's not so much miraculous as it is just a product of um, Polina's tenacity and uh, uh, conviction in her uh, trust in, in the healing power of love, the healing power of time, um, and a lot of other things. And so that's kind of one of the central things of the play. She's really a badass. She speaks truth to power. She is sort of undaunted by the trappings of power and um, she works really hard to try to set things right in the play. So I, I, I think she's a fascinating play and uh, character, excuse me. And uh, I think that she makes the play fascinating. She's not, uh, she's not thought of as sort of the, the lead character, but she really is in some ways, uh, the central character that makes that forces the action to all happen. So I, I find that character really fascinating. And then, Played of course, sublimely, I might add, by Katie Vogt in our production. Yes, Katie Vogt. Yes, who I who I love so much. And she's uh, I worked with her several times at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Um, she's an incredible comedic actress, uh, actor, and she uh, she took on this role and really has brought also some ferocity to it that I've not seen her, you know, have the opportunity to really bring before. So that's really cool. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next Chapter Podcasts.